welcome to the Leave Insert Guidance Podcast. My name is Donica O'Mahony. I'm a secondary school guidance counsellor and I also run the Leave Insert Guidance Instagram page. On today's show, I am joined by Robbie Irwin, Student Recruitment Officer for Marino Institute of Education. We discuss the education programmes Marino have to offer, their connection to Trinity College and what is offered outside of the lecture halls in Marino. Marino Institute of Education is an associated college of Trinity College Dublin and situated on Griffith Avenue in the heart of Dublin. We offer undergraduate and postgraduate degrees in education and are renowned for our excellence in education. Have you always wanted to become an educator and work with children and other adults? Marino Institute of Education is the place for you. Will space See Institute Edzachus Marino on Aatshutche. Would you like to live and study in the heart of Dublin while graduating with a Trinity degree? Marino Institute of Education is the place for you. Visit www.mie.ie and follow us on social media at Marino Institute to learn more. I'm joined by Robbie Irwin from Marino Institute of Education. Robbie is the Student Engagement Officer in Marino. You're very welcome on the Leave and Start Guidance podcast, Robbie. Thanks for having me, Donna. Well, we're going to dive straight into it. Uh, obviously, Marino is known for their courses in education. Let's look at the Bachelor of Education in, in primary school. I know you guys have uh, English and Irish courses in, in primary education, whether it's through English or through Irish. Can you explain a bit about those for me? Yes, absolutely. So we have a, a long kind of and proud involvement in education, but as you said, more specifically initial teacher education. And uh, so the BA ed, uh, through English and the BEDGE, as we call it, through Irish, uh, they're both a four year full time level eight course. All our undergraduate courses are four years full time level eight. So the BA ed, uh, through English, we normally we would normally take in around 120 students. So we are a smaller campus and that, you know, has great advantages as well. So the, they would normally be split up into maybe three groups of 40 or 40 groups of 30. Um, and the Bachelor's in Nidja it's the exact same course as to be aired through English, only it's done completely through Irish. And it does focus on immersion education, looking at Gael Skolna, August Skolna Gael Tukta. So the, the new one through Irish, what happened a few years ago, it's a new course um, designed for the first time ever in the history of the state that you can do your primary school teaching completely through Irish and that went out um, on tender and a lot of universities applied for it and Marino uh, won the contract to deliver that course. So we're in our second year of it. Uh, we welcomed our first cohort of students, a 30 group of 35, uh, last year, September 2019. Um, and now a second group started uh, this year. And because it is a new course, there's a few kind of incentives with it. If you do apply for that and you do get onto the course, you're given a thousand euro bursary and that's straight into your pocket. So it's far, it's up to you how you want to decide how to spend it. You're also guaranteed um, on-campus accommodation. So we have a block Gwilige and that's for those students who are doing the, the bachelor's in the Jahas Trivan Gwilige. And as well as that, you know, Marino, we, we've always had a very good reputation um, with regards to Irish, with the promotion of Irish and how it's, it's naturally encouraged and it's naturally heard throughout the campus. Um, so graduating from both of those primary degrees, but more specifically the, the bachelor's in the district of the Gaelica, you know, your your qualified teacher um, to teach in a Gael skull, skull Gael talk to no skull verla, you know, 
Um, so they're both the same course. Um, the B Ed, the 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 course code is CM001 and CM002, and that's for Gaeltacht applicants. And then the B Edge, as we call it, the one through Irish, is CM003 and CM004 um, for Gaeltacht applicants. The only difference being it's the same entry requirements, and the only difference being is for the B Ed through English, you need a H4 in your Irish, and that's the same. That's the entry requirement set out by the Department of Education and Skills. Whereas the one through English, you need a H3 and you also have to do an extra test. It's the TAG exam. Yeah. So that's T-E-G, the Chastis or Pachnogreilige. And for that, you need to get uh, a level B1 uh, in the oral at 65% or higher. And once you do that TAG exam, it gives you an extra 40 points towards your, your entry requirements for the BH. Brilliant. So there's so many incentives that you just ran through there of, of doing your Bachelor of Education through Irish. So it's a €1,000 bursary. You know, you don't have to apply for that. You just get it for getting onto the course and, and guaranteed on-campus accommodation. That's that's brilliant. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. So it's straight into your pocket for you to uh, decide how you want to how you want to spend it. That's excellent. So, you know, so you, you mentioned there that um, there's Gwailtucked applicants. Now, this is a question I get a lot from students do I have to be from the Gaeltacht or can I be fluent in Irish to apply for as you said a 002 course yes so again we would get that question a lot as well so each college has normally a percentage of spaces kept on their say their primary teaching course for Gaeltacht applicants it's normally 10% ours is 10% um, but the actual requirements aren't laid down by us. They're laid down by the Department of Education and Skills. And it is quite clear that you need to provide evidence to show that you are living in and come from a designated Gaeltacht area um, set out by the department. So it's not actually ourselves who kind of decide where that um, Limister is or where, where the Gaeltacht areas are. It's, it's, it's from the department. And again, you have to provide evidence uh, for that. One thing I will just say on the two courses as well, and for the B.Ed. through Irish, is that a lot of people think, God, I couldn't do that. You know, I, I went, all my schooling was through English, or I went to a Gale school and then I went on to post-primary uh, through English. The, the students that we have, we have students who did their whole education through English. We have ones who went to Gale school, August Gale College too. We have ones who live from the Gale Tuckton, who are from outside the Gale Tuckton. Um, so the, the, when they, when they, when, if they're interested in education in primary school teaching and have a love and want for Irish language they can put down both courses and and make the decision closer to the time you know as you were saying the entry requirements aren't you know outrageous it's a h3 in Irish and then do your TEG exam so it's very possible for students as you said who didn't go to a great to possibly uh, sign up for this and apply for this course which is brilliant now Robbie can you tell me the Trinity College connection with Marino Institute of Education yeah, so Marino Institute of Education is an associated college of Trinity College Dublin. And what that means is that Trinity accredits all our degrees, our undergraduate and postgraduate. So you study with us in Marino, but you leave with a Trinity degree. And that association began back in 1976. So Trinity College Dublin are actually co-trustees of Marino, along with the Christian Brothers. And that has a huge advantage for our students because Trinity College Dublin is known all over the world for its excellence. It's Ireland's highest ranking university. And as Marino is well known for its excellence in education here in Ireland, we do have a lot of our students who would travel afterwards to either to study further or to work abroad in Canada, 
Dubai, Australia, and that degree from Trinity is a real asset to them. For students who are uh, studying with us in MIE, again, that association with Trinity is great because we can link in and use a lot of Trinity services. So even our clubs and societies, like we have a number of clubs and societies on Merino and they're growing year on year. But as well as that, we can link in and join a range of Trinity's clubs and societies. So they have over 50 sports teams, over 120 clubs and societies. So if we don't have, for example, we don't have a ladies hockey team at the minute in Merino, but we have students who are members of Trinity's hockey team, their athletics team, their fencing team. So that association is great with the best of both worlds. We're a small campus and we have our own things on campus, our own clubs and societies and services. We can also link in with Trinity's and even their support services. So we can link in, we use Trinity's counselling service. We have an on-site counsellor on the Merino campus, but our students, if they're in town with their Merino student card, they can go into Trinity. They can go into their library. They can go and use their services. And the same with their disability service. So any student who comes through, through here or there, or registers with the disability service with us, we have access to the disability officer and we put um, reasonable accommodations in place whether it's, you know, software, extra time, hardware, all these supports in place um, to make sure that their study isn't affected, you know, going through their, their time here at Marino. Well, that's brilliant. Like you were saying, Robbie, yourself, it's the best of both worlds. You know, if they don't have it in, in the smaller campus that we can go into Trinity College and, and use their facilities, which I think is amazing. So it, it's not just primary education um, that uh, Marino Institute of Education offer. They also offer education studies and childhood uh, early childhood education. I just want to ask you about education studies. What exactly does that entail? This is a course that I absolutely love, and I wish it had have been there uh, when I was studying uh, my undergrad. Education studies. There's 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 two types of students who maybe who might choose to do education studies. So it's a bachelor in science. Uh, it looks at education as a whole, from infants right through into adult education into further ed. It looks at education psychology, communication technology, policy and practice, different types of learners. It covers at such a broad range uh, within the education. And we get two types of students who apply for this course. One uh, are those students who are interested in education, are interested in how people learn, are interested in working with people, whether it's young children or adults. And they, they're not too sure if they want to go straight into primary school education, but they know they're interested in education or they've done their research. And another uh, student, another type of student would be those students who perhaps didn't get, wanted to do primary school teaching, but didn't get the points to get in. And then they find themselves, well, we're too now. And they'll either come, come to the Bachelor in Science and Education Study because they're interested in it, or it's a natural progression route for a lot of our students who didn't get on to the, the primary teaching and they'd go on and do the PME. And it covers, it gives them a good good foundation because it covers such a broad, such a wide range of areas within education um, and again as I said a lot of the students will go on and, and, and go through the PME but I think after doing four years and going out in field placement each year a lot of students do decide just to go into industry and go into the job straight into the education sector from the Bachelor of Science and Education Studies. Like as you were saying to me earlier that you can't believe how you know the transferable skills from an education degree and what your graduates kind of go on to do what 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 generally would a graduate from education studies go on to do oh there's so many like when i think back to the different graduates an education degree opens so many doors to you and you, you really need to sit back and maybe do your research if you're not too sure to see the different areas that you can go into so a lot of our uh, graduates have went into ngos 
they've went and worked in charities like Trofer, Bernardo's as education officers or education development officers. Uh, they worked, they went and worked with Angarda Shirkana, they went and worked with Trinity Access Program, and um, they went and worked with Google, Microsoft. And the reason being is because these big companies, they need people who understand education, who understand how people learn, understand how schemes are written. Do you know, so the likes of the charities, any big organization, they all have these outreach. Uh, communities, these outreach programs, these teams who go out into schools to try and, you know, to try and educate or train up staff how to deliver their schemes. So a lot of our graduates would go into different organisations in the community education or these big companies who have an education team um, within there. And it's just, again, getting people who have the knowledge of how people learn um, and how to maybe devise schemes that will feed out into the community. Yeah, so many transferable skills from from that education studies course. And then, of course, there's early childhood education in Marino Institute of Education as well. Um, I know that's a very popular course in Marino, but we see a couple of universities uh, have introduced early childhood education this year, uh, as well as, as new courses for 2021. What makes Marino Institute stand out? I think the, the first thing, I'd, again, I'd go back to the Trinity, the connection with Trinity there and the fact that you're actually going to leave with the Trinity degree and the services. Again, we're a smaller campus. You know, we have less than 1,200 students. So we have a real vibrant community here and we've always been known for that. So you're not going to be just a number in a huge lecture room, you know, of hundreds, maybe even up to 1,000 students. You're going to be maybe in a class, a small class of maybe 40 30 students where lecturers do get to know you on a one-to-one basis where an emphasis is put on interaction and practical teaching, practical learning. Uh, So that's a huge advantage for us. And again, our support services that we have, one of the main support services that we have is we have a tutor system. And that means that each student, when they come into Marino, they're paired with a member of the academic team. And that's their tutor on a one-to-one basis who they can contact for any sort of support they need or any sort of advice so we have those advantages because we are a smaller campus and we have a real niche there in education that we don't offer every sort of degree under the sun. You know, we know our niche, we are specialists in education. And I think that would be one of the main advantages. And as you said, the early childhood education is such a popular degree. And again, like the education studies, it covers such a, a wide range of areas. Like you look at psychology in a development child, childhood education, the uh, you go out on field placement, special educational needs, best practice in early childhood. Uh, you look at communication, the visual arts. So it really does equip students to go out and be uh, leaders in, in, and, and educators in the early childhood sector. And you mentioned earlier uh, the PME when you were chatting about education studies. And even at this stage, students would ask me about the PME, whether it's in Marina or elsewhere. They know they're not going to get the points for primary school teaching, but still would love to do it. And they think to themselves, OK, if I do this course and then apply for the PME afterwards, can you explain that process and kind of how competitive that process is as well? Absolutely. And it's a thing we see year on year. And it's great to hear that students are engaging with yourself and doing the research now so that when you know it comes to the points and if they don't get it, that they're actually they've done their, their homework and they know um, where they can go. So yes, the PME um, is very competitive. It's normally one in three would get in um, to, to the course. And what I would say to those uh, who have their hearts set on primary school teaching and don't get into it, 
Now, it's the same entry requirements no matter what campus you go to, because again, it's the Department of Education skills that put down the entry requirements and they normally announce this application process in January. So applications normally open in January. And um, what I would say is, yes, it's very competitive, but it's kind of like a job interview. You know, if you're going to go off and do an arts degree or a level eight degree in three to four years, so in, 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 the, in the thinking that you're going to apply for the PME, you need to show what you've done that shows you want to be a primary school teacher. You know, if you come to interview, they'll say, OK, past three years, past four years, show me what you've done. Show me that you've always wanted to work with children, that you're interested in education, that you've got, you know, it's kind of like a CV that you're adding to your CV. So the two pieces of advice I would have is absolutely get involved in as many different projects as you can, whether it's volunteering, whether it's youth work, whether it's attending webinars uh, in areas to do with education, whether it's going, doing a, an intensive course on maybe working with special educational needs or a course in ADHD, but also try and make sure that you're choosing the correct undergrad that is going to give you a good foundation to come to interview and, and show that you really are interested in education. And that is why that our two bachelor in science degree programs, the education studies and early childhood education are so popular and are such a natural progression route, as I said already, is that you cover so many areas of education. You get to go out in fields placement and work in different education sectors that you're bringing all this advantage to the interview at PME, as opposed to going off and doing another degree that has nothing to do with education, you know? So that's that's great advice, you know, that when you're doing your undergrad to show that you want to work with children and, and that you always have. So I really like that advice. You mentioned, you know, obviously the course in education studies and childhood education. Does it make a difference? And this might be putting you on the spot a little bit. If you're <laughs> if you're a Marino uh, Institute of Education graduate uh, applying for a PME within that campus. No, no. And it's no. And it's the same uh, because the interview panels, you could be inter- you could be interviewed by a lecturer from a different campus. And that's the way it works. Do you know, you put down your preference where you would like to do the PME, but it, you have to stick to the entry requirements that are the same um, on all campuses that offer the PME course. And I, again, the only advice that I can say is what I said again, just bring everything that you can to the table. But it doesn't go in your favour because you might not be interviewed by someone who works in MIE. Yeah, but I suppose MIE can guide you uh, throughout your undergrad to, to prep you for what's coming in front of you. Absolutely. And again, this is another advantage of, say, the one thing that we've brought on board this year um, in the education studies is that we used to have elective modules on that course. And we listened to feedback from students from last year. And an awful lot of students had asked for extra Irish classes and extra things that would go on their CV to help prepare them for the PME. So this year, all students are going to be have the option to uh, avail of optional Irish classes. Um, based at that PME entry level of the TAG exam. So right. we're going to start preparing them to get them up to, uh, get them well as quick as they can to, to, to enter or to apply for the PME. Uh, so Robbie, you mentioned a bursary earlier with, with studying primary education through Irish. Can you tell us what scholarships are available uh, and bursaries even at Marino Institute uh, for students? Yeah, absolutely. So last year we announced uh 20 new uh, scholarships uh, of 500 euro each covering five different categories. And these are for first year, brand new first year students who come in through the CAO uh, process. So they're covering the, they're covering arts and culture, uh, sports, so the promotion of the Irish language, 
volunteering and then academic achievement. So that's those students who get the highest points in each of the, the undergraduate courses. So they're open at the minute uh, for, for students who, who know they're going to come to Merino or who know they're going to put down Merino's the choice. Um, they can visit the website. It's mie.ie forward slash scholarships. They'll see the criteria there. Um, they have to apply, maybe putting a portfolio together um, and, and some references who can vouch for, say, the volunteering work that they've done. Um, but it's nothing to stop students from applying for those now. And then they will be assessed, I suppose, around 30th of September next year. And there'll be an, we're going to have an award ceremony here in two weeks time to award this, this, the first year students um, this year who, who got the scholarships. Brilliant. So speaking of the website there, there's going to be a virtual open day for Marino Institute of Education on the 28th of November. Have I got that right? Yeah, so we all, we all have to be as creative and engaging as possible uh, in the, the current days. So we do, we're going to have a virtual open day on the 28th of November and you can go to mie.ie forward slash open day. And what we will have is we're going to have a number of pre-recorded presentations for each of the degree courses and they're going to be on the website for the week before that. So we're going to allow students to go on and really get a feel and listen and find out as much information as possible about the different undergraduate and the PME courses. And then on that Saturday, there'll be a live, there'll be a number of live sessions, question and answer sessions with staff who teach on that uh, degree course, as well as uh, student representatives who are studying on that course. There's also going to be the student union and student union reps to talk about clubs and societies and student life at MIE. Uh, we'll have people to answer questions about here and there, the disability service, the different support services. There'll be an address from the, the president. You'll be able to go on, look at our prospectus. We're going to have uh, a campus tour video just to try and give you as much feel of Merino life uh, as possible because we had hoped to maybe welcome small groups onto campus with a beautiful campus. And it's just, as I said, it's so accessible um, uh, where, we, where we're located. You know, we've got Dublin City Centre on our doorstep. You know, we're facilitated by the 123 Dublin bus service. That will bring you right into the city centre. 20 minutes walk to the train station in Duncondra or Clontarf. So we're going to try and capture, capture that all in on, on the videos that you'll be able to, to, to see on the on the open day. I played a Gaelic football match on that Marino campus many moons ago. And I have okay. to agree with you, it is a beautiful campus there. So it is really nice. And Robbie, I know you've got really good social media platforms as well. I know... Uh, MIE is on Instagram. Where else can students find um, Marino? Absolutely. So our, you can go onto our website, so it's mie.ie. But as well as that, yeah, our main um, uh, social media account is at Marino Institute, and that's on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And then for each of our degree courses, they have their own, uh, say, account. So if you wanted to follow, if you're interested, you have an Instagram account. Institute Ejahas Marino or on Twitter, uh, Ed Tree. Um, but again, there's one for the Ed Studies, uh, MIE Ed Studies, MIE ECE for early childhood. But when you follow the main at Marino Institute um, account on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook, you'll see um, you'll see different posts. And especially, I'll just say maybe on Instagram for students who are considering coming to Marino or who would like to get more of a feel of student life, all our clubs and societies are very, very active on Instagram. So if you do follow our at Marino Institute account, you'll be able to look and see what the Drama Society are doing or what Uncommon Gaelic or what the Sports Society are doing. Um, they're being very creative uh, online uh, at, at the minute, you know, fair play to them. They're doing a great job. 
Brilliant. Robbie Irwin's Human Engagement Officer from Reno Institute of Education. Thank you so much for joining us today. Middle Way is done.